Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to CBS Eye on Veterans. For ConnectingVets.com, I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now, just a few days before the U.S. had fully evacuated Afghanistan, a new photojournal book was released entitled The 20-Year War. It's a collaboration between former Army Rangers Tom Amenta and Dan Blakely, along with award-winning photographer Bo Simmons. Within the pages of the book are the stories of some 71 veterans and photographs that capture not only who they were, but who they are. Now, Tom is best known as one of the guys behind the apparel brand Ranger Up, who made hilarious YouTube videos back in the day with the same edgy sense of humor that Black Rifle Coffee would later become known for. One of my personal favorites was from 2016, a video entitled Blank Veterans Don't Say. Hey guys, watch the F-bombs. How many balls do you think I can get in my mouth? What's the point of voting? I'm just tired of all the random bars and the crazy meaningless sex. You know what I mean? How many calories is in the salad dressing? Does this have meat in it? Dude, does that have meat in it? You think we got too much beer? OMG! I wish there were more dudes around. To Congress. Here, here. Well, Tom and Dan are still helping share the veteran experience, and we recently sat down and talked about their new book, The 20 Year War. Welcome, Tom and Dan. Good to have you guys both. Thank you for having having us, brother. Tom, I know uh, from the days back with the uh, Ranger Up apparel, and uh, (laughs) you were always outspoken back in the day. You were on with the previous host of this very program, Eric Mm -hmm. Dame, and I remember uh, your interviews were always quite colorful. Dan, you're a handsome man with the beard there, I can see, looking good like every Ranger operator should. Um, uh, Let's start with Dan, because Tom's so freaking talkative. We're going to start with Dan. Uh, (laughs) Hell of a week. It's just getting worse. just quickly share with me your thoughts on all things going on today. Um, to oversimplify it, 
um, in just a, a few sentences is that I'm heartbroken, obviously, um, you know, upset, angry, sad, all those emotions kind of flood me daily. Um, every time I'm reminded with a new post or a new video or a new picture of somebody who's getting left behind. I am also so frustrated the way that Dan is. And it's, it's so hard because when the stories of what these seemingly average people are doing to keep people that they have never met or safe, and then to partner with other people when they say, this is my person that I have a relationship to move mountains is heroic. There are thousands of Marvel's versions of the Avengers. There are thousands of Captain Americas right now, this second, running around the world 24-7 to try and get these people out. And to hear as a government to have an artificial deadline of some random day rather than a firm commitment to getting every American and every Brit and every Canadian. And there are men and women, this isn't even the government anymore. There are men and women that will do everything that will move these mountains to get these people out. That is the commitment. It, I, don't, I don't need, frankly, the government to tell us what to do. What we need is the government to plant a flag and say, we will leave when all our people leave. You can tell not enough rangers in the White House, not enough rangers uh, in foreign policy these days, because it does just sound like we are, you know, okay, we'll leave when you want us to leave. And like, that just makes us look so, regardless of how it makes us look, it's stupid to have somebody tell us when there's a humanitarian crisis on the line, how the hell we do it. Before we get into the book, the 20 year war, because I promise we're going to get there uh, real quick. Do you guys know of anything going on right now? that is fascinating within the veteran community about uh, missions to extract people from that war-torn area. And I know you might not be at liberty to say names, you might not be at liberty to say a lot of details, but um, you guys are in the know. So what I will say, and this is, I mean, Dan might have a little more, but all I can say is that right now there are hundreds of people who have access to millions of dollars with charter flights at the ready pulling off superhuman things phil i am talking about from one person hearing about a desperate emergency for for a humanitarian aid worker that's not in kabul passing him down and two links in the chain later they've got a pickup and they're moving them to kabul and then they dump them and someone else goes back there are fly teams that are either in route to the country or are already there. When the stories start coming out and when the stories of what's happening right now in the world are written, you will see one, a cataclysmic failure of government and the true best of humanity come out. I have been told a couple of times that ops I was working on were told, I was told flat out that's quote impossible. Two days later, the impossible happened. And it's because I was, I was ugly crying this morning out of gratitude. Like that is how insane some of this stuff is. Yeah. I mean, there's a, one thing that uh, will come from the veteran community and why this is, we've been able to pull off these superhuman feats because you never want to tell a veteran, no, it's not possible. It can't be done. We will show you that it can be done. And, you know, less than 1% of the American population has served in the global war on terror has fought in combat. So that 
instant connection that you have to the veterans who have served over in the last 20 years, you'll be surprised how quickly you're only one, two, maybe three degrees away from a piece of intelligence, an ability to enable somebody on the ground, uh, the ability to push paperwork faster through the system than uh, if you went through an NGO. So there's a lot of power and strength and ability from the veteran community, especially those that have served in these last 20 years. And we'll be back with more when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. The veteran stories we hear make us proud to be Americans. As soon as I turned 18, I went into the local recruiter's office and signed up. But the stories we don't reflect the wounds that Wounded Warrior Project is there to heal. But it was literally my favorite part of the city. When we went around it, it went kaboom. And when I moved my left leg, it bent at the shin. I was like, well, this is going to be a bad day. Now, more than ever, we need to help each other. And with only a $50 donation, you can help get one warrior the mental health services that heal the mind, body, and soul. When Wounded Warrior Project came calling again, saying, hey man, do you want to go on this trip? Do you want to go do this? Do you, we have all these different programs that you, where you can learn adaptive sports. I was more than happy to jump on top of it because I knew these people. That's the power of just a $50 donation to Wounded Warrior Project. Without Wounded Warrior Project, I, I really honestly don't know where I would be. So give what you can today at DonateToWarriors.org. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. Now, we recently talked with Army veterans and former Rangers Tom Amenta and Dan Blakely about their latest project, a new photo journal book called The 20-Year War. With dramatic photos from photographer Bo Simmons, the book is like part Rolling Stone magazine and part veteran coffee table book. We'll jump back into the part of the interview where I ask Dan Blakely about the stories inside. Yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've got a, a, a ton of... I mean, every single one of these stories is incredible, to be completely honest. Um, we thought there was going to be some sort of common theme. There was going to be some sort of similarities between veterans, but there's not. They're all 71 unique stories, even though some people served in the same units, had the same duration, the same time of service. doesn't matter. Everybody's unique. And that's the one thread that I think people will pull from this is that no matter what story you're reading, um, you're going to get something else from each one of these 71 human beings who just happen to serve in our U.S. military. And it's really remarkable to hear their stories and, and learn something new from each of them. Um, the one that I would say that, that inspired me the most is uh, Tanya Oxendine. She, uh, you know, she's joined in the, in the 80s, served for 30 years, became a command sergeant major in the and the 82nd and uh, really broke down every single barrier you could possibly think of. I mean, uh, she's a, she's an African-American woman, black woman, you know, incredibly powerful, just wants to serve. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine starting in the eighties as a woman in the military that you had all kinds of roadblocks through the late eighties, early nineties, throughout the nineties, really, she broke every single one of them down. Didn't matter. And that's the spirit of the U S veteran. And that's what I learned from her is that again, how powerful we can be. And for me, I think the other through line to this is how stunningly raw and authentic and vulnerable with their stories the veterans are. And so the example that I'll use, especially because you know me from back in the Ranger Up days, Bill, is Tim Kennedy's in the book. Tim agreed to do it. 
Now, for those not immediately familiar with that name, Tim Kennedy, he's a notable veteran because he served with U.S. Army Special Forces, deploying multiple times to Iraq and Afghanistan. And then he went on to achieve fame in mixed martial arts and became one of the most popular fighters in the UFC. Within, within the first 20 seconds of me listening to the audio of his interview, I hit pause, I called Dan, and I'm like, can I actually write this? And he's like, yeah, Tim, Tim are you sure? And like, then, then I hit Tim up. I'm like, you know, what's up? Because there was so much vulnerability and so much like, this is who I am in that, that I knew because of, you know, the range up days and like the private stories and being in rooms with him cutting weight when he's, you know, miserable when he was fighting and stuff. But it was the inside, it was the inside stuff. And it's just laid bare. He's just, it was just, it was just in- incredible to see that. And you see that through every single story. And that one just hits me and impacts me because it's personal. You know, it's like, there's a part of it where it's like, you feel like these personal conversations that you've had friend to friend suddenly are out. You know what I'm saying? Like he's choosing to tell people that. And then um, I got to give a shout to, to Bo Simmons, who was the photographer, who's world-class and part of the reason we made this book huge. I mean, this book is 12 inches by 12 inches. Like this is a true coffee table book is so you can see who these vets are. You can just see these gorgeous photos of who they are and you can really get a sense of the gravity of these people um and one of the the photos that just hits me so much especially seeing it in the book and how big it is is uh general botel was gracious enough to write the forward for us and bo also took his picture and so right next to his forward and i mean i served directly under him i worked for him and it was just you know to see the old man for lack of a better term a little older than i remembered him and and a little you know, just, just the gravity of it was like, it was such a capture and such a powerful moment. And, um, the book's just incredible. It really is. I love that about when you mentioned Tim Kennedy too, because a lot of people see guys like him, you know, former SF guys mm-hmm. like you, former operators in the special operations command. And we see you guys as this 10 foot tall bulletproof and your stories on the outset inspire a lot of the, you know, guys like me, fellow grunts, fellow E4s that, you know, maybe didn't get in a dust up or didn't get in the mix, but we hear about the action that went on and we have nothing but respect. And we kind of emulate that and sort of laud that, but yet no one ever comes forward with, well, I feel ugly. I feel weak. I feel stupid. I feel useless. I feel friendless. I feel connectionless. And to be able to hear one of our idols, you know, break that down. It's, it's unifying. It's that thing that says, no matter what I think's going crazy in my little headspace, or no matter what I think is difficult with my journey, man, even the ballest of the ballers had to climb that same mountain. And you guys felt the same way. And I'll argue sometimes you guys feel even more weird because of what you had to do and that the problems I'm having are not unique, but yet are shared by all of us in the veteran community. And that's why I'm so glad to see you be able to put this into a book and uh, you know, with the shout out from your cowboy renegade photographer there. Yeah. Uh, being able to flip through this thing, coffee table style. Dan, he's going to hear renegade cowboy photographer and that's it. Like, it, like <laughs> Phil, you just like, I can't even, I can't even imagine what I'm going to have to deal with now that once he hears this interview like thanks as as always buddy thanks for nothing <laughs> right you know um to, to to your point though and, and to tom's point too is um Bo is an incredible photographer he has 14 years in the fashion industry and he has this ability this innate ability to capture this moment on film he shoots on film 
So it's not where he does a blast of photos and then selects the best one. He finds the exact moment to capture the photo. And most of these veterans in this book, you know, he, he only captured maybe three photos for them. And he got them in their most raw, vulnerable state. And that was the point, was to really make sure that they were in a place that they were comfortable, that they weren't putting on a face, because that's often what you see. To Tim Kennedy's point, you often see him posed, you often see him, you know, in a, in a place with the best lighting with, you know, everything exactly the way that it should be. Um, we didn't do that. We had a day working out with Tim in the gym and him rolling around on the mats and getting sweaty and, you know, beat up all day and then capture his photo right then. You can see it that that's him. That's his day. And so why, why capture something that's going to be false and not tell the story of this person? And they, I, th- I think the, the thing that brings a lot of authenticity to it, even more so than the stories, is it's them out of uniform, too. It's them as they are today. And so there's a certain level of knowing who this person is after they take off the uniform that you gain from seeing their portrait out of uniform. That's the that's the part that I think is going to be very powerful and impactful for a lot of people who flip through the book and see these faces. And especially one one I'm thinking of, you know, for the military command sergeant major, he's a command sergeant major retired. His name is Don McAllister. And everyone has a very specific mental picture of what a retired sergeant major or a retired command master chief should look like. Right. I'm I'm not going to spoil it. For you, but when you open up the when you open up the book, look McAllister's photo up, his portrait up, and who he is now, and what he looks like now, and what you think a sergeant major should look like, buddy. I will that will that portrait paint a picture for you. <laughs> <laughs> the book is the Twenty Year War. The authors are Army Ranger veterans Dan Blakely, Tom Amenta, and photographer Bo Simmons. And you can get it everywhere you get books. Gentlemen, I really appreciate you putting all these stories, these incredible pictures together and uh, helping tell America the veteran story. Of course. Father, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. And we'll, we'll definitely be back on. If the chair is open, we'll be there. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. 
It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.